everybody and welcome to Real Quick episode 44. Today is our Q&A episode. A perk of our Patreon is that at any tier you are able to ask us questions and once a month we come on here and sit here for 30 minutes and answer as many questions as we can. I got, ooh, I don't know, a lot of questions. I don't even know the number, but there's a lot of questions I have sitting right in front of me. So we're going to get right into it and try and get as many of these checked off as we can. If you want to join our Patreon, link's in the description as always. And like I said, every single tier of our Patreon, uh, from $5 all the way up, is going to be able to allow you to ask questions for this Q&A. So let's just jump in with an easy one. It's early in the morning. We're trying to ease ourselves in. So uh, I just saw it, but now I'm losing it. Okay, question from Jordan Gag. Favorite chicken wing sauce? So what's 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 your go-to uh, no. when you order some wings, Cameron? I'm a regular I'm a regular buffalo guy. I do like chicken wings, so that's regular a good buffalo. Yeah. Just, <laughs> what about just medium medium okay. meat? So your sauce is that too. everyone has to say your sauce and then like blue cheese or ranch is your preferred. Oh, uh, ranch. Okay. Yuck, blue cheese. <laughs> Seth, this is I a very mean, midwest you have, thing. You though. guys have blue cheese with. Chicken uh, wings? Disgusting. Yeah. It's gross. I, I like blue, blue cheese is nice though. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's like a pretty common thing here. Uh I don't know. I don't really get them often. I'd probably say That's a bummer. Probably say mm. Don't go to George. Go to George. I need to okay, be quiet. Okay. <laughs> George. Didn't, sorry, I <laughs> thought I was starting that. with an easy one. <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't be that hard of a question. Uh, I'm barbecue through and through. Um, like honey barbecue or? Sauce. Any, any type. Any type. Okay. Um, I, I don't like blue cheese or ranch, though, at all. Ranch? You don't like? I don't like either. You have blue right. cheese sauce on it. I don't put shit on No, no, but I mean, like, is that a thing there? Because that's not yeah. really here. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, for me, is, I... Isn't blue cheese just mold? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, all funky cheese. I mean, cheeses. most cheese, yeah, most cheeses are mold, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, like, blue cheese. Blue cheese is nice, man. In I small, love blue cheese. small, small portions. <laughs> blue cheese, to me, I prefer that over ranch, for sure. I don't dislike ranch, but I don't eat it ever. Like, I just don't... So it's it's an extremely Midwest thing to just like love ranch, and I I, I acknowledge that, but I fucking love ranch. So like, <laughs> my wing I sauce though is garlic parmesan. Some... That's my favorite for sure. Really, Good garlic? garlic parmesan. I, can I can I tell you guys something? Um, the other day I made wings, maybe like a month ago at this point, um, and I was I made garlic parmesan wings, mm. um, and I forgot the parmesan. Um, so, so that's, wings. Yeah. So, so what, it, it, what, it wasn't great. If I'm. Why being do you call it Parmesan? What do you call it? Parmesan. There's no Z in it. Have you guys ever seen that TikTok where they uh, they ask they ask each other what their favorite cheeses were, and like the first two answers are like super normal, like Parmesan, mozzarella, and then one of the kids goes Colby Jack, and then the other kid's reaction is like. Colby Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Jack is a very med cheese. I will say that. Seth, did you come up with your with your answer? Yeah, I'll go. I had we ordered some recently. Um, do you guys have sriracha over there? You do, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So sriracha and like a honey roasted. Isn't sriracha more of like a hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. yeah, but where we like when I ordered it, you can get it baked in that kind of thing, mm-hmm. like roasted, whatever. Yeah, and there's like honey. Yeah. There's a lot of like honey sriracha sauces and stuff, and yeah. Good combo. I'd probably go for them, one of them too. Okay. Um, moving on to the next one. 
Uh, we'll go to relapse. What's the worst movie theater experience you can remember? I feel like we've probably all had one like within the past like calendar year that we all had a pretty bad one. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there are any like worse ones. Yeah. I have oh, like I've I, didn't, I didn't love Skinner Marink, but like the theater experience wasn't. No, shit. but that's just the film, though, isn't yeah, it? That's not just like... the film. The uh, oh, the Creed three one was kind was pretty bad. That out the where they were just they were just narrating basically <laughs> the entire time. Um, Mine was definitely uh, Megan. Uh, uh, it's just like horror movies need to be rated R purely just to keep out the high schoolers. Like that's the only reason that I need. Yeah, but even if they were, on. do you guys get like ID'd often? You know, if by the young, they look quite young. Like uh, it doesn't really happen here. once in a while. I didn't get ID'd for you what, do. What, yeah, really. I get the only time I get ID is because with the AMC like A list membership, mm -hmm. if you go see an R rated movie, they're like required to ID you. I've never been ID'd. I don't think yeah. it happens here that much, to be honest. Um, I didn't get ID'd for whatever movie we just saw. I literally can't. Bo's afraid. But ooh. I feel I, like I've I been ID'd for most. This isn't even like a poor theater experience. It's just a poor, shitty staff at a movie theater. I was in like, I don't know. I went to see The Expendables with like three of my friends. Um, this was before I was like of age to see an R-rated movie. So my friend's mom brought us. And like she walked into the theater like to make it seem like she was watching the movie with us so that she could get in. And then when we were in, we left. And then mm. one of the theater employees like came in, noticed that the mom wasn't there with us anymore and kicked us out. And then my friend's mom came back freaking out, like screaming her head off, like cursing this guy out. What saying, like, he's like, Yeah, literally. That's cool. That's I'll, go, I'll go with when I went to see men. When was when did Men come out? Now was it like probably about a year? Thirteen, fourteen months ago. I don't know. It was last year. It was last year. Yeah. Uh, I went to see it with my mom, and it was it was a nightmare. So there was this couple next to us first of all, and they were just talking for like the whole thirty minutes, and then I politely, not so politely, told them to shut the fuck up because they were really annoying. And there was the people in front of us who wouldn't shut up, so my mom told them to shut up. And then there was this guy behind us who was just obnoxiously snoring. I'm talking like a 65-year-old man who was snoring so loud. But by that point in the time, I realized that men, okay, this is kind of Ducks. a tone-deaf tone <laughs> shit film anyways. So at that point in time, I didn't really care anymore because that was like an hour in. I was like, this is just this shit. So I think we, me and my mom were just like laughing because he was... I, I've never heard a man snore that loud in my life. So if anything, maybe that wasn't my worst experience. If it, okay, if that was a good film, it would have been worse. But the first two couple, they were just annoying. But the guy snoring was actually quite funny. But uh, I if I would liked yeah. the film, my men experience was so funny because like people just kept laughing the whole film, and I was like, "This the, like you, the, the end sequence." Yeah, like, like usually I'll be like, "All right, like." at least show some respect but like even i was laughing and then some people walked out and they were like flipping off the screen and i'm like this is hilarious that yeah, uh this question reminds me of uh the story i was gonna tell on the main pod episode after i watched renfield last week so riley and i went to renfield and like 20 minutes left so it's wait who's seen renfield just seth yeah just me. so you know how like there's like the final boss battle with like nick cage yeah. at the end so like that's really like 20 minutes left so this is you know an hour Hour 10 minutes has passed at this point. Yeah. And we're in the very back row. And the theater is like kind of crowded. Like we weren't the only people in the back row. There's a couple, like probably seven other people in the back row. 
And with like 20 minutes left in this movie, this old couple walks in and they just start walking up the stairs. And they're like, not just like old, like old to the point where it's like, holy crap, like they need to be really careful walking. Like don't fall. Like they're walking real yeah. slow. And these old couple just walk all the way up the stairs with 20 minutes left in the movie, walk all the way to the middle of the middle row. And like there's me and Riley and there's like a spit, two people, like a space of two people and then two other people. And this old couple just walks right up to the two people next to us, turns on their flashlight full blast. And they're like, these are our seats. And they're like, what are you, for this movie? There's 15 minutes left. It's an hour ago. And like, they, the old people were clearly confused. I think they were just super early for the next one. Everyone in the theater was like, turn off your lights. So they had like flashlights full blare. And they're like, these are our seats. So Riley, I, they're standing right in front of Riley. And they're in the climax. are like, what the heck? Like, are these, do these guys know where they are? So then they just I, finally turned I, around and walked out. And I was like, what the, what the heck's wrong with these people? And I just saw them walk <laughs> out of the theater after that, too, because like the movie ended. We just saw them leave the theater. I was like, did these people know where they are? Like, because they didn't even, they just left the movie theater in general. I don't know if they were super late to the movie, but just full blare flashlight, like an hour and 10 minutes into the movie, like telling these people that they're in their seats. So it's like, that's crazy. People turn their flashlights on to find their seats. That's my least favorite thing in the world. I, I agree. All people, it's so bright. You know, when people are uh, at the front row. And they won't duck down when they walk in front of the screen. And they'll just walk in front of the screen. That's really irritating. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, next question from Oscar T. What's everyone's favorite thing been so far about starting the podcast? Meeting the early mornings, friends. baby. Oh, that was cute. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> honestly, just like talking, having people to talk about film with. Mm-hmm. Like that's That's literally it. Having people... Like it's it's pretty fun every week talking about new big releases and stuff like that. It's not because the I've said this before. The people around me, like my my friends in real life, they're not really into film like that. You wouldn't have these conversations about films. So it's kind of good to have people to speak to about it. I just yeah. say that that's the best. I thought, thing I, thought I thought I was building our community on this too. I feel like we, yeah, you know, true. gotten a lot of people. You know, we've all made friends with all the other creators, obviously, and we're good friends with you know Josiah, Sophie, and all of them. And then even like our Discord's popping off, so. I just say the community that we've built around this podcast has been pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything crazy to add. I feel like, you know, Emma and I obviously don't. I do love George. Emma and I, uh, specifically George at all. Um, yeah, George is the reason. Uh, so it's nice to come on here each weekend and at least chit chat with someone about it. And then, you know, sometimes have to tell people they're incorrect, but you know, Part of the job. Part of the or job. Go, or go on Star Wars rants about their fan base. I do love a good Star Wars rant. They're my favorite kind of rants. Yeah, it's definitely been good just building the community. Like it's so cool every time we go into the Discord. Just you just there's just so many new messages. But then also like just like being able to talk ball with people like about movies. Like definitely don't really have Fucking that ball. in my life. Like uh none of my friends are like that into movies. But the and thing it's, that's it's, like it's, it's like in, it's not a it's not like a curse, but like it's just like the nature of being a podcaster and having all this news like all the time with movies. It's like my friends, like who are more casual in movies, will like DM me like on Instagram post about like some movie coming out, and I'll be yeah. like, I'll have to like act excited as if like set six weeks ago we didn't talk about like this movie coming out on like real yeah. talk. And it's I'm like, so true. Yeah, it like, looks good. <laughs> when I see like friends in person, they'll like because they know I do TikTok. They'll speak to me about how good like Black Adam was, mm-hmm. and it's like I have to try and be that guy who's like. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Because I don't want to, I don't want to make them feel bad. But it's yeah, like they're not into film that much. They're more into just commercialized cinema, which is fine, obviously. My friends, it's quite hard to speak to. By them. 
all of my best friends from college are like huge Fast and Furious fans. And they yeah, hate, Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. They, hate, they hate that I do not like Fast and Furious. Oh, um. Fast and Furious just stinks, though. Facts. <laughs> this is it's just buns. <laughs> Ethan Doherty asks, best holiday destination you've went? Um, are we saying holiday just like vacation? Yeah, just like, yeah, what, like what's you your favorite vacation destination you've went to in your life? I'd say uh, I went to when I was like 50 to 16, I went to Cuba with my dad for like three weeks. That was pretty amazing because we did like all that's a flex because at that point, like I, when you're 15, 16, I don't think anyone in America would have even been allowed to go to Cuba. Yeah, no, well, I'm not American, uh, right? That's what I'm saying. It's a flex, I, really. Everyone else listening, yeah, yeah, really. I like we did like a few different big cities and then we also went to like a, a private island thing which was really nice and it's something that my dad wanted to do for a long time and it was nice getting away and it was just completely different because not only did we do all the touristy shit we also went just so many places because the three weeks is quite a long yeah. time yeah um so that was probably the most like best interesting experience i've been to anyway i want to say coolest place i've been to is the bahamas um i'll be right back <laughs> I'm okay. gonna guess Bahamas was for his honeymoon, but um, I'm since he's not here to say it, that seems to be a popular honeymoon destination, especially for Americans. I swear. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like most. Yeah, fair. Well, I have my uh, my entire dad's side of the family lives in uh, lives in Jerusalem, so we we've been there a couple times. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know. That. Interesting. In the old city, I haven't been there in a while. I think since 2014. Um, but love going there all the time. Um. Seth, me and Victoria's London trip. I, I I loved our time there, honestly. Yeah, you got to meet me. That was a yeah. Was I got to time. I got I got to meet Seth and Josiah and uh, Adamson. Um, so hell yeah, yeah, that was good. Wait, I didn't know. So you, so you, is your mom Greek? My mom is Greek. My dad is Greek Palestinian. Interesting. Um, for uh, me, for me, best place I've gone is probably either Costa Rica when I was in high school or. I really enjoyed going to Whitefish, Montana, like two years ago. Basically, like we were going on a snowboarding trip, Riley and I, just us two, for like Christmas, New Year's time frame. But like four days before we left for the trip, I dislocated my shoulder. So like I could have snowboarded, but like, well, actually, I probably couldn't have because like my I had like no mobility like four days later, and it just like hurt. Like snowboarding, it's like strapping your board and like push yourself up, and like obviously if you fall at all, like that's just gonna like destroy my shoulder even more so we just had to cancel snowboarding but we went anyways and it was just fun to like just go around the city we went like snowshoeing we just like we're just tourists and just kind of chilled and it was just like a nice chill like wintry vacation so did you go to costa rica like on a school trip kind of thing with yeah school? it was like uh i went with like 10 other people in my school it was like for like a service trip but it was fun do you know what on the topic of like vacations and well holidays um in, in America, because the thing is, when it comes to the U.S., there is so many different places, isn't there? How many people say, okay, say if you met 10 people who are our age, what percentage of those 10 people do you think have left the U.S.? Is it a lot? Because I, I, I picture a lot of people living in the U.S. not really leaving because there's so many different places to go to. So the different climates and um, stuff like that. People around me, I'd probably say 10 out of 10 or 9 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Okay, so people around town, it's like 1 out of 10 then. Something like that. Like, I, could, uh, I don't know. It's super yeah. common just to like go down to like an island or something and just like spend like a week vacation, like the nice weather. Really? Yeah, yeah. like me growing up in Minnesota, it's like not just a few hours to go to Canada or something. And then like when I live in yeah. Texas, it's like a couple hours from Mexico. So 
Do you okay, know that, that, I'll I'll change it. Uh, North and Latin America, in terms of, like going, you know. That I would say is probably more yeah. like five, five out of ten, maybe less. I'd say yeah, because yeah. I feel like most people who leave go to like Canada or Mexico or like the islands around here. The Caribbean. It's, Mexico, it's more rare Caribbean. to go to like Europe or Asia or South America, but. That makes um, sense. All right. Well, Cam enjoyed his honeymoon in the Bahamas. We're just gonna. That's our story. We're sticking to. Prediction. Sorry. He went to. Um, <laughs> what back. happened? So, uh, you your was Bahamas your honeymoon? No, actually, uh, I guess yeah. Oh. We went to According to us, so was. <laughs> nah, I went to uh, Cancun for my honeymoon. Have I told you my honeymoon story? This could be a fun one. No. No. So uh, when I went on my honeymoon. Um, it was a beautiful, like all inclusive thing. Um, we got there, we got to the hotel and they needed to check our passports and I couldn't find my passport. Um, so I had lost my passport at the airport in Cancun. Um, so we're like freaking out. My, my family thinks I'm going to be stranded in Mexico cause I'm not going to be back, let back into the country. Um, and it, this is like not necessarily during COVID, but it's kind of during COVID. So post, um, so like after COVID, you know, the U, uh, the N, the U.S. embassies are shut down except the one in Tijuana, because um, that's like the main one. So everything else is shut down because of COVID. Um, and and so for like two days, we're trying to figure out where my passport is. We went to a U.S. embassy and figured out that it's shut down. We're making plans to fly like two hours to Tijuana. Uh, my dad's like making plans to fly to San Diego to see if he can like, I don't, I don't know what his plan was, but he was freaking out. Um, and eventually, like we came back to the hotel. Uh, eventually, like someone had turned it in at the airport. We had like this this worker at the hotel staff. He was calling the airport um, and, and eventually they found it. They turned it into the like lost and found at the airport thankfully and then it was a good trip after that but uh don't lose your passport when you're out of the country. I, would, I would be panicking so yeah. much in that situation ever since, oh, I yeah. saw, ever since seeing sicario like just mexico oh. just you don't want to mess with the wrong parts <laughs> that, that movie single-handedly made me just like terrified of getting tied up in the wrong stuff in mexico yeah. Yeah. So, same with one of the millers <laughs> no, this is true yeah joshua kelsall asks uh, if you could ever direct your own film, what genre would it be in? So, what is your directorial debut genre? Coming, coming of age. Sci-fi. You say so that's a big step, George. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's a tough start. That's why I hesitated. That's why I hesitated because yeah, that, that'd be a tough way to start. So, I think comedy or coming of age, I think, would be my, Co- my coming of age. Seems to be one that a lot of directors. Yeah. Do, so. I feel like horror is another one a lot of people. Start I, I was. Too. I've always said that I kind of I, I want to do. I don't want to be a director or anything, but I'd like to do a horror short, maybe like a 10-minute short, one of the ones you see on YouTube, by the time I'm like, in the next five years. So we'll say a horror short would be like my I idea. Might, I might just record my wall for the next 10 minutes and call it Skinner Marink Part no, 2. No, my, mine will be <laughs> levels, bro. Mine will be scary. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have any interest in directing? Or I guess, Tyler, answer your question first. Sorry. I would say, I don't know, probably like maybe rom-com. I feel like the most difficult ones would be a sci-fi or like a musical. I feel like it would be a very hard first one. See, I feel like I feel like anything romance would be tough. I feel like anything. Would be I don't know. Comedy, I, mean, yeah. comedy I, don't know. I, I, would, I would say comedy and horror are, are probably like the, and like the drama are probably the easiest. Nothing's I don't know. Easy, you know, but... horror, horror. There's like you think about how many bad horror films there are to good ones. I think horror's tough. 
Mm-hmm. It depends, depends on what, what your goal posts are. Are you trying to make an eight yeah. out of ten on IMDb? Or are you trying to make a profitable movie? Or like what? What's like mm. the end goal? Well, it's pretty easy to make a profitable movie. I, I can yeah. make a profitable movie. All right. Sure. Just slap the Marvel logo on anything, and you're good. We truthfully, <laughs> all of us, can make a profitable recently. movie because if you think about it, we could just spend five dollars shooting something. We could get a couple patrons to buy it. Maybe profitable easy. filmmakers. We are yeah. filmmakers. <laughs> I, I could twerk in it for free. That, wow. that gets views. I will say. I have no interest in like making a movie at any point, but the only thing I've ever had like some small set of interest in is I could make an office type comedy workplace comedy with my work. Um, I work in a, an environment that's pretty funny at some points. And I think I could make a comedy just based on like stories from my work, but you can do it. One day, maybe, right, you should write one. Maybe one day I'll write a pilot for it. But uh, you can be the actors. You can be the screenwriter. The Ooh. readers. The Raiders boys shot that. Yeah, they did a short film. Um, yeah. and they, a good, they, like a big production, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they sent it to me to watch, and it was actually really good. And like, I've never considered like writing or directing, but as I was watching this, I was like, damn. They sent you to what? I'm fucking messaging them now. I want to see this shit. <laughs> is, it, is it like out? Maybe I shouldn't have is said that. Out? No, it's not out there. They're waiting to distribute it to festivals before they distribute it to the public. Nice. Uh, how, how long is it? Like 10 to 15 kind of thing? It's like 20. Oh, is it? 2025 20, oh, maybe um but no i was like i and obviously they posted like so much like behind the scenes stuff yeah and it just seems like they had such a cool experience making it and i was like damn this looks like like an awesome time like this this is pushing me towards like writing a screenplay I've did never you say they enjoyed it yeah, yeah yeah okay interesting they 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 love the experience i don't know if you guys tuned into like their live uh show the, the live show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about it. I, th- I think it's out on their youtube to the public yeah, now yeah. but you should watch that they talked about it a lot Interesting. All right. Nathan Goffnet says, what is the most undervalued aspect of a film? And for me, like there's one I'm super sensitive to that I notice all the time, like every movie. And that's when there's dialogue and like there's two characters and one of them, like it's like you see the back of their head and you can like tell their mouth isn't completely matching up to the words coming mm-hmm. out. Take mm-hmm. ruins it every time. I mean, it takes me out. And it's not, not like I notice it in like almost every movie at some point. Like I get it. It's probably like super hard to like mix dialogue perfectly but even in some of the biggest productions like i'll notice instances where like the mouse are just clearly not matching up with the dialogue and for me like yeah, being able to match that up know. is undervalued yeah audio makes sense big one i'd say like it's not really undervalued because a lot of people speak about it but if a film is erratically edited or poorly edited like, it really takes me harvest sometimes i think editing is a process that probably goes undervalued you don't wait so, so what was the question sorry the most, the most undervalued, undervalued aspect of a film okay so like kind of like i was thinking kind of like underrated um well i guess i'd be like the one that people i don't know i don't don't think it's undervalued because it's like it's one of the bigger oscar categories in the tech space obviously but like even if a movie is bad if the production design is there i do like that yeah yeah. i'm still like well We'll get into it. We're going to talk about Age of Innocence tomorrow. That's actually a really good point. Age of Innocence. Yeah. 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 So like, like, but I don't think it's undervalued. I just think it's something that maybe I hold a little higher than most. This is the same with me and like editing. It's not. It's a major Oscar category. It's not under undervalued or underappreciated. But it's like one that I think annoys me when something's put erratically or poorly edited more than annoys most people because it just bothers me. Yeah. And I think, like George said, if a thing has good costume production value good production design good sets but i'm not that favored into the story i'll enjoy it a lot more because of its effort with the production so I probably this is, it 
again, this is not a small thing. This is not like an under underground thing by any means. But I think for me, if a movie has a great score in the sense that like I don't listen to movie scores a lot, like you all listen to movie scores, but like fucking Babylon, that score, I, I enjoy a movie a whole lot more if they bring a score that I'm going to fucking love for actually listen to while not, you know, in a movie, obviously. Did you see my uh, TikTok story last night, Tyler? Uh, was, no. I was at I was at the bar or whatever, and they were playing live music, and it was just play Voodoo Mama Cowards. <laughs> uh, I saw your tweet where you told people to play uh, Dua Lipa. Yeah, Dua yeah Lipa. damn right. And I got Dua Lipa played. <laughs> I will. I don't think it's undervalued, but the fact that there's no Oscar category is just stunt choreography. Stunt choreography, yeah. Especially yeah. if you're an action guy like you are. I kind of yeah, yeah, like that. I value that so highly. Josh, anytime Hines there's a asks, one take, I think oh, I'm good. Oh, yeah. One, any one take scene is any one take good. shoots me out, man. That stuff gets yeah. me. Extraction, too, about a win best picture. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys enjoy other than watching movies or hanging out with your significant others? Like, what do you do? What do you guys do outside of that? I think we can guess each other's Pam, yeah. drinking. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm George not like is alcoholic. George playing tennis. Tyler. Bowen. Tyler's, Tyler's a sports. Thing. Tyler's a sports guy. Probably yeah, but, but Tyler's doing double features every other day. Triple yeah. features. Triple features. So yeah, movies and three monitors in front of Movies and my significant others most of my life. Because when I'm not doing that, I'm probably editing podcasts or like social media Working. relating to movies. So yeah. Yeah. If I if I had time all the time in the world that was not like like if I didn't have to watch any movies or didn't have to take care of my kids slash hang out with them, I would golf as much as possible and probably play a lot more video games. Yeah. 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 Listen, every, everyone listening, you have to understand we got full time jobs, you know. It's tough to that's what takes to... up most of my fucking life. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what takes up most of life. But I'll, obviously Seth and I will toss working out in there. I feel like it's a pretty decently big part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually got a few, actually. Think about so I've got film, UFC, obviously. UFC. Did you know I like UFC? Surprising. No, no idea. I don't speak about it. Low-key uh, thing. Yeah, video games and then and then gym as well. I actually don't know how I fit it all in thinking about it. I always, yeah, I get DMs all the time saying, like, bro, how do you how do, do you do it? Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. It's such a routine now that it's so easy for me. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like do now. it, you know? Yeah. yeah, wake up, go to work, go to the gym. Come home, hang out with Victoria, watch a movie. Yeah. Boom, yeah. four four yeah. things that I do in one day. Yeah. Boom. Um, Beb Beb asks, uh, "What's the first foreign language film you guys watched?" And for me, I'm gonna have to uh, think about this one because I don't. Know I, remember I remember exactly mine. It was, I think my first one was Spirited Away. I got introduced to that really, really young. That was up there for me. I think I watched. Uh, when did Pan's Labyrinth come out? 2006. Okay, I think I watched Pan's Labyrinth when I was like 10, which was literally a bit young. That would probably I be Pan's Labyrinth. Say again, sorry. I'm just saying I was quick with that. I know my I know my movie. Did years. you say 2006? It was 2006. I, that, was, that was good. Thank yeah. you. I think I watched that when I was like 10, so like 2008, which admittedly a little bit young. I remember the guy with the eyes on his hands freaking me the fuck out when I was like, uh, Spirited Away. Spirit I don't know if I could pinpoint like the exact foreign language movie yeah. I watched but like my dad always watched like Sholin Soccer and It Man and I was It Man's to... probably up there for me as well yeah actually. like that that's gotta be like one I'm trying to think of if there's like any like Greek movies that I've that maybe I like saw like I definitely like I go into my grandma's house she always had like 
Greek stuff on in the background, whether it was like her soap operas or just a movie playing. So I've not gone to remember at all. Do you I know? cannot pinpoint. I, I'll say Pan's Labyrinth because I feel like that's the first like movie that I vaguely like remember actually watching, like sitting down watching this movie, not in mm-hmm. English. But I don't know. I cannot pinpoint the first movie I've ever seen that was not in English. Mm. Doug, if you're watching, I'm sorry for this conversation. <laughs> I think I, I'm I'm probably the most recent because yours was bigot. last year. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a bigot. But um, I just put on Avengers Endgame and put French subtitles over it. <laughs> I think I think mine may have been Spirit Away or My Neighbor Totoro. I think Spirit Away was, like anime ones are quite. It was definitely an anime. Yeah. I think my neighbor Totoro, I think I watched really young as Archie. That's, that's a great film. Yeah. Really. Those are the only two I probably saw before like 15. So. I don't think, I don't know. I, I, I might have been just as old as you. I can't really remember anything prior to like Spanish class in like ninth yeah. grade watching like Selena or we watched a ton of other old Spanish stuff. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember the, the names of the movie at this point, but. I think probably like ninth grade watching like Spanish films. I don't really remember anything before that because any I didn't really ever watch anime growing up, and if I did, I probably watched it dubbed instead of subbed, so that wouldn't really count. I'm like really, yeah. I'm trying to go through like my list right now and like see that. Like, oh. truly, truly, I just don't know which is the first I ever saw. I remember it, watching Amelie, the French like romance. Uh, yeah, that's one my mom loves, and she showed me that like really. Young. It'll be Amelie, Pan's Labyrinth, or Spirited Away. Oh, one of them. One of them. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I wish there was a way to take out. Sorry, never mind. Keep going. Um, let's see. Next up, um, uh, let's just say question from Glue two three two one. At the end of Inception, did he make it out of the dream? Yes or no? I don't think it matters. I, I, I hate this. I, I don't dislike this question. It. No, no, I'm not answering. The answer is, it, the true answer is, it does not matter. The only thing that matters is that wherever he is, whether it's real life or a dream, he is finally connected. He is finally happy, and he's not going to break that. If he's in a dream, he's going to stay there forever. If he's in real life, all the power to you. I don't care. I agree with you. This is a kind of question that Christopher Nolan gets asked all the time, and, and you can tell in, like, interviews for a while he would answer, like, it's up to you uh you know it's a way you interpret it and now he's just kind of tired of it i think and his answers changed to like it just doesn't matter it's just, the same it's, as uh, it, it doesn't matter it's the same as tarantino when he gets asked what was in the briefcase in pulp fiction yeah. he's yeah. just bored of it now yeah i don't know i think i think he's i think he's in real life that's my guess oh interesting i don't know I, I also i don't have a guess i my guess is that wherever Cobb is He's happy, and that's that is what matters. Yeah, that's fair. His kids, he's chilling. That's fair. Shout out, shout out, Inception, best movie of the 2010s. Chill. Uh, Luke Derhog asks, "Do you think Robert Pattinson, when all is said and done, will be better Batman than Christian Bale?" Yes. Yes. Because uh, no, yes. I, I, I don't like I Christian Bale see. nearly as much as you guys. I actually so. like Christian Bale more now, but I, I love that's just Bale. I'm just blinded by the fact that I loved Don as a kid. I think. I think Robert Pattinson will be about Matt Bond. It's going to be very hard for I think Robert Pattinson to like come close to Christian Bale's like billionaire Bruce Wayne persona. I think he played like the early year two Batman very well. That was incredibly comic accurate, just being like this gloomy dark guy. But like I think in the next movie we're going to explore him as like 
the billionaire. Like he's going to learn how to like put on that mask and hide everything. I don't know if he's going to come near Christian Bale for that. Because Christian Bale played that character so well. It's just in the right. Hot take. I just think Robert Pattinson could be like, how old's Christian Bale? Probably late 40s, I'm going to say. Yeah, mid to late 40, 40s. I don't think he's in his guess. 47. All right, okay. ready? Oh. Any guesses? I'm going 51. 47. I'm say 49. I think 47. I'm saying that's Tyler. Ooh, Mr. George Carmi, he's 49 years old. Okay, so I think Robert Pattinson is 36. I think by the time he's 49, he will be on the same level as Jesus Christ. Christ. He's 36. I think he'll be on the same he's level. He's a year two Batman. I didn't realize he was that old. He's he's incredible. I think he's one of the best actors. Yeah. I seriously do. I think he's one of the best actors this generation. I mean, I I am a I'm pro Christian Bale though. So I I necessarily I don't know about like how good of a Batman he'll be. I don't know if the Batman universe can sustain um, how strong it was for the next two or three movies. Or two I, movies. I think it's like. Trilogy, and that's it. I prefer Christian Bell's Batman because of his Bruce Wayne. That's the thing, isn't it? Bruce Wayne's yeah. a different, different question to Batman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, side note as well, I also think Robert Pattinson will have one of the most interesting filmographies ever in like twenty years. The guy's filmography is so he already funny. does. It's so interesting his film. Like, yeah, it's just it's so good. That's my one friend. answer. But that's, yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys are friends. It's the homie. Yeah, I think I think he will be just because like I don't think. I don't love Christian Bale's Batman. I think like the, his fight choreography is pretty bad, and like I can't. Everyone says movies. that. I love his fight choreography. No, yeah. it's like, no, it's so yeah, bad. No, like, it's that guy so who posted good, that TikTok is so like funny. It. I was like, I like him. Just like oh, he only so has one move man. at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's definitely the worst Batman for fight choreography we've had, but that's not really like no. The, right, right, yeah. The, the trilogy is bad. That's the major downfall of the Dark yeah. trilogy. The fight choreography is terrible. Like him versus Bane was so funny. Like so good every time. Uh, Y'all are silly. No. Y'all are silly. Uh, um, we'll we'll end there though. That, that was that was a good chunk of questions. I think we only missed a couple of them, but thank you all for watching our Q and A episode. We got through like thirty three minutes of questions, and uh, yeah. So if you want to join for next month, just join the patron Patreon and become a patron. And at any tier, you'll be able to ask questions, and we'll come sit once again a month from now and answer questions for another half hour. So appreciate you all for watching. We will see you in tomorrow's real quick episode, which will be reviewing The Age of Innocence. Have a good one.